Well, hello, I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And, and this, this is Married to Hollywood. Hollywood, where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly. About being married to each other. And the industry. <laughs> Your voice threw me because you sounded like this I'm is coming Karen in. Sharp. I'm coming in on the on late night songs. radio. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> I, it I think threw it, me. I, I almost messed up. I think it's just because <laughs> Lila was so exhausting tonight. I am that tired. Yeah, we've been experiencing. That was, a, that was like um, from bath until bed was two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was hard. Yeah. It's the last two weeks. So I know I mentioned last week I we I weaned her, so we're not, <laughs> I'm not nursing anymore. Bedtime has been... So aggressive. Very hard <laughs> since since weaning. And yeah. it was starting to get slightly better. I mean, I haven't normally, I'm out of there between 7.45 and 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You know, bedtime is 7.30. But, you know, we do our whole little routine. But it's been like 8.30, 8.45, tonight 9 o'clock. Like, tonight was 9.15. And almost. it was almost, yeah, you walked out a few minutes after 9. And it was just like, oh, my gosh. And last night, she stood up on the rocking chair and demanded mommy milk. She screamed for it, reached down and pulled my sweatshirt, the neckline, took her other hand and shoved it down my sweatshirt and was like clawing at my breast going, mommy milk, mommy milk. It's mine, it's It's mine. It's mine, it's mine. And I was like, whoa child. Like, okay, hold on. And and so I kept having to take take her hand out and explain, you know, but we we don't do mommy milk anymore. And every single time I say, this is so sad for mommy too. I love nursing you. I miss it too, honey. I know you're sad. I'm sad too. But last night for the first time I had to say, like, this is my body, like my personal space right here. You know, I kind of had to introduce that concept last night. And I was hoping, because the last eight weeks on Wednesday and Thursday nights, yeah. Jason's been putting her down while I've been doing the synetic training. So I was hoping tonight would be a Easy. little easier on yeah, him no. and easier on her. And she just, <sighs> oh my yeah. goodness, oh my goodness. And he texted me at one point going, at one point, can I just like leave, leave while she's having a tantrum? And then you started trying to give me advice. And I was like, no, 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 no. I know how to do all of these things. I know how to do these things. Well, because you, ha- you haven't had her with a night this extreme yet. So I was trying to be like, no, honey, get I, to point one, get I, to point honey, two. And then I, like it escalates to here and you say The other that. night, she kicked me full on in the in the junk super hard. And I had to maintain my calm during it. She did. That was Well, well that was right before bath. I, I, still, no, I, I still did. I, I understand. But my point is that. I, I know how to work through all of the tantrum stuff. You are I wonderful. Just, with I the was just asking, like, I'm just wondering, like, me, you know, from the perspective of, is she old enough now that if I know that she's safe and I know that we've gone through all of the routines and I let her know she's loved, can I walk out? Can I walk away? Yeah, no, I, I've hit the point. The last, <sighs> she was clutching me when I left. Five. She'll clutch and beg you not to go, but um, like I would say to her. Honey, you have a choice. You can either get in bed and I can finish tucking you in. Do you know how mom, many times I tried that tonight? I tried that 20 times. Yeah, I had to do it last night like 10 times. Yeah, and I it just like wasn't working. And then she <sighs> grabbed my leg and screamed and screamed. And then eventually, you know, she goes in. And then... If you're thinking little... about having kids, this is the <laughs> advice that you need to hear. <laughs> uh, don't have kids. No, it's, it's still it's 100% wonderful. worth it. And she has been the easiest two-year-old she's super mellow ever like so like we were, we were due we're for, for a spot a, a, a little spell like this and the whole day she was 
amazing today. But yeah, hmm. bedtime has been since weaning very hard and it's a difficult transition yeah. and we're trying to figure out how to let her know she's still loved and comforted and yeah. we're just going to replace the mommy milk with a new tradition that she'll eventually love. But we're going to have to shorten that tradition it's because hard. it's like, it's getting too long. It's hard. We need to it will eventually. It, it will eventually go back. This is all, it's all still in the realm of normal. It's just exhausting. It's exhausting. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's the Lila tangent on that. But she is, oh, but since last week we had Seder, you know, yeah, Passover, Passover. So happy, happy Passover. Happy Passover, happy Easter, Holy Week yes, to all of our Easter Sunday, this, Christian this observant Sunday. friends. So Lila is old enough now where we were doing the mini Seder and it was, it was just us, you know, just the five of us. And the first night she was a little overwhelmed trying to figure it all out. And the second night she was asking questions yeah, she was about the plagues and this and that and the other. And when it got to the plague with darkness, my mom has these adorable little stuffed animal figurines that go with each one. And darkness is a giant velvet sphere with two eyes, just like this black blob. And I said, you know, and it was dark. Then darkness came and it was dark all the time. And she goes, oh, I went, yeah. And she goes, don't worry, mommy. I will turn on the sun. Yeah. And I was like, the pure innocence. And, and also the of, understanding. Like, and she got it. And yeah. then she would, yeah, she would say things back. Um, she she couldn't, well, she loved, but she couldn't stop saying, like, the water turned to blood. She'd be like, blood. It was very funny. Did you hear that? Like, <laughs> no. blood, blood. And then it was her it's turn all, to look could, for the afikomen. It could have something to do with the fact that every time you say blood, you say it like your mom's story about laid blood on me. That's how you always say blood. That's not how I always say blood. To our daughter. Yes, it is. Is it really? Yes. Oh, well, mate, that's really funny. She's repeating you. The blood. Um, that, that's what you do every time. Blood. I mean, really? It's hilarious. I was unaware of that. Yeah, I will well, I will try to be more cautious psh, of that. Or not. Or just that's aware. Funny. That's funny. <laughs> but then it was time for her to look for the Afikomen. And, you, I mean, I take photos and videos of her all the time. For those the Afikomen is um, the last piece of the meal. And you take a piece of matzah and break it in half. And then the larger half, you, mm-hmm. you wrap and hide. And then the little ones can go find it. Yep. And then in order to exchange it, they, they basically trade it in for a prize. Yeah, for like a, a little this. treat to end the end the Seder and everyone has dessert, you know. Yeah. So it's the end of dessert. The it's the end last thing of you it. eat. It's the, it's the last thing. You, you eat that, so, then you do the beer cot, then you do the second half of the Seder. Then you can go home. Oh, yeah. We, we, <coughs> excuse Did me. Did you just cough right into the mic? <laughs> you thought about it and then coughed into the mic? I didn't. I was gonna cough, so I turned my head back, but then I did. It <laughs> looked like you did it on purpose. No, yeah. I turned away thinking I was gonna cough. I was like, oh, it's gone. And then I my yeah, head back. I think we need to get like a kill button. We are so tired, <laughs> yeah. you guys. My gosh. Um, but I, I take photos and videos of her all the time, and I got some insanely <laughs> Jason just mimicked what I did across the table. Oh, you're funny. Um, but I take photos and videos of her all the time. Every now and then. There's a, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm just drinking into the mic. Purposely. He just was gulping and put his throat up to the microphone. Point made. Yeah. Point made. We make some extra foley here. Goodness gracious. What I'm trying to say is I'm so thrilled. There are some times where you catch a video and you're just, you're so glad you pressed record. The minute and 27 seconds I got of her hunting for the Afikomen, taking it over to my dad and getting her Octonauts coloring book. 
is this magical minute and a half video. And to hear her little voice, I found the Avicomian. I found the Avicomian. Is how she she kept saying it. The first night she called it the avocado. I don't know if you caught that. She called it the avocado the first well, night. Well, because she has no point of reference that for Afikoman. And Afikoman and avocado are very, They're very similar. <laughs> but the second night she was saying Afikoman. Which also makes me realize maybe that's why she couldn't find it so quickly the first night. Because she, she was, was looking, looking for, for an avocado. avocado. <laughs> I love her. She's pretty great. Oh my gosh. But you just had some exciting news. I had some, oh, yes. <laughs> I have two auditions. Uh, I have a couple of weeks to actually put it together, which is good because I'm going to want like the time to do week. it for one. And then the other one I've got a little mm. longer. But I have two uh, musical theater auditions yeah. that I have to get in, uh, both union. <laughs> but they're both... Uh, self-tapes. Well, tape well you know, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be self-tape, but it's going to be digital performances from home. It's all going to be yeah. from home, which is wonderful. Really cool. Uh, they're both for n- new workshops of new musicals. But one of them is for... A Broadway workshop. That's really cool. Which I'm really excited about. And the the notice I got from them, and they even said, they said, we are humbled by your talent. We cannot wait to see what you're going to do with this. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, thank you. Um, and then they started talking about certain aspects of the project and like the only issue could be, you know, X, Y, Z, but to please, please yeah. do it. So I have to learn these particular songs. One of them has a choreography component. That'll be fun. That's going to be entertaining. Um, and then... Shoot that in the driveway? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where am I going to do that? Yeah. Uh, they said solid backdrop, but I'm like, well, there's not much room in the office to do it, but maybe I'll just a solid backdrop? move this. Um, like, because we have the gray backdrop. Well, we just bring the backdrop out to the... By the garage? No, just bring the backdrop out to the sitting area. Oh, yeah, that works too. <laughs> I'll have much more room to move out there. I'm always Thank glad... Thank you. I'm always and there's the window when, for good light there. I'm always glad when the two of us can work through something <laughs> on other people's time. <laughs> It happens quite regularly More often on this than show. It should. <laughs> it's true, um, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm tickled pink. Good, One, because I be. haven't had congratulations. A music, thank you. I haven't had a musical theater audition in a while, and two, this is my first time auditioning for a Broadway workshop. So that's, that's actually awesome. very, very exciting. Yeah. And Check a box. No matter man. what happens, I'm just thrilled that these people are taking a look at you. Are taking a look, yeah. inviting me to audition, that's, and I mean, they'll see it. That's the thing. Is like it's an opportunity to work. So yeah. just put in the work. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's, that's my big thing, which is so nice since this was the first week not doing Synetic. It's yeah. so nice that this came in Well, you, you've this been week. Pu- you've been putting in work into yeah. your craft and the universe responded. Which is amazing. And so that, that feels good. What about you? You got some cool stuff too. Uh, do I? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, just, just running mad with real estate, doing all kinds of stuff, going crazy, um, sitting opens on way too expensive places that are beautiful and gorgeous. And I'm thrilled to be able to sit a $2 million house. Um, that, yeah, it's, it's just, it, I don't, I don't mean way too expensive, isn't it? It's, the property's not worth it. It's just the idea that like, oh my God, it's a $2 million house. And I could see myself living there. Well, also to put into perspective, $2 million here. Well, two million. Well, it was still DC, but in LA. No, 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 like, it's Bethesda. We, oh, oh, That's I'm Bethesda. confusing it with the other Pal open. Wrote, the other, the other open was in, that was a basement condo in um, like Shaw-ish Northwest, like just by Howard. Um, and that one was like 700000 I'm going to do an open house again this weekend, a $2 million house in Bethesda. And Ooh. then a, then three $400,000 condos. I'm sitting all three on Sunday. All three on Sunday? Yeah. Holy cow. 
Um, but I'd, we just open. We're just opening for one. That's the only one that's listed. But all three are for sale. Was I thinking the two million one this weekend? Was I thinking it was DC because that's the family that's building the seven million dollar house yes. in DC? Aha, yes. aha. Um, which is and that and that's real money. But I was just saying, like the equivalent of the two million dollar house you saw here. What would that be in LA? In LA, like in um, our neighborhoods. In LA, in if that house was in West Hollywood, it's like close to five thousand square feet. You're oh my gosh. You're looking. I mean, you wouldn't have a finished basement in LA, so it would just be like a three story house above ground, um, okay. with a th- with a, almost a half an acre of property. Holy cow! Okay, oh. I was because I was going to say like four million, but it'd be more than that if it's all that. Fifteen to twenty million dollars. Oh my god! Like, so it does give perspective just on you know markets and all of that. But um, this house you were at was you gorgeous. Would, you, you, I mean, you know, there are homes that don't have like a, the great. Right, in Sherman Oaks, though, in Sherman Oaks, that'd be like between three and five. No, it wouldn't million. it be more? Because it'd be more. You, you. <clears throat> okay, so because of the half acre, it's the half acre. Wow, yeah, that's true. Also, I don't know if you could insure that much hillside in California these days. If you're, oh, that's if a good you, point. It was built in 2016, so I don't know that they would have been able to finish it and get it insured for fire. Kayla, Raya, what are the uh, <laughs> for a six, for uh, a, for a five thousand a five thousand square foot home above ground? Pull or no? It, yeah, it's like forty six hundred above ground, thirteen hundred below grade. Um, seriously high grade or like really weird grade through the backyard, half an acre deep. Holy cow! Uh, yeah. Up against national park, up against regional parklands. Yeah, so that, it's like there's a lot of it. Uh, hugely expensive. Yeah. For Los Angeles, I would I would think somewhere in the fifteen wow. to twenty million dollar range. Jeepers. Also, with the finishes, you wow. have like and um, it's beautiful. You yeah. kept saying how beautiful it is. Yeah, really nice coffered ceilings, marble this, marble that, granite counters. How do you feel? Because you ask me kind of questions along this vein a lot mm. with life and everything that's happening and and what you know we've been going through. Do you feel inspired being in homes like that and having access and being like, look at this, this is amazing? Does it intimidate you? Does it make you go like, oh, we're not here yet? Like what do you what do you feel when you're when you're when you're in there at a house so like it's, this? It's so, that's so cool. Okay, it's very similar to in my brain selling luxury like clothing. Yeah. It's like I understand why it's priced where it's priced. Um I don't understand why things need to be so expensive, yeah. but I understand the value of the labor and the design and all the art that is behind the scenes. So I understand why that t-shirt is so expensive. I don't agree with it. I understand why the house is so expensive. <laughs> I don't yeah. agree with it because I just don't believe things should be that expensive. That expensive. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to sell them and I'm happy, but uh, I, I don't want to, I'm not happy to sell them to somebody who can't afford it. And I don't, yeah. and I don't, and I'm not, but unlike in retail, where I feel like you end up being like, oh, you can't afford to shop here. In how in homes, it's like, oh, this isn't your price point. Let's find you something that works for you. And right, right. that's a, um, and maybe that's because I'm new and I'm not in the luxury real estate world entirely. But I'm like working my way toward it. You're, you're not even adjacent. You're like you're like borderline. You're like right there. Yeah, I'm pretty close. Um, in in this region, million dollar homes are considered luxury. Yeah, yeah. In LA, I think it's five. Five. So that's just like an interesting, weird perspective. Yeah. No, but I meant like when you're in there, in the suit, doing the thing. Do you ever like feel go, like, like you you could go, yeah, like this is this is my house. Like you like see yourself there is what I mean. Like does it feel like 
I don't know. I yeah. don't think so. Okay. I mean, I, I hate to really just like shoot this in the foot, but no. No, 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 no. I just, uh, little backstory. I love randomly going to open houses. Yeah. The, Jason has hated this for years. In, I, in LA. And I would hate it even more now. Because <laughs> you're wasting my time. I never go, but I never go in there and like have them give me tours and stuff, except for that one time we walked into that one except house. Except you and go they in like, there and you lie. Well, because they're not going to let you in the house otherwise. I don't lie. I just, I, I manifest... No, no, the no. future want. But only, like, I love to walk into houses. The only time in your entire <laughs> life where you will straight face lie to a human well, being. Well, because they'll say, "What's your budget?" And if you say like six hundred thousand, they're going to be like, "Get out!" And if you say, you know, but a good realtor two, won't. Two to two five. A good realtor but like, if it's won't. really right, then up to three. Then they go, "Well, come on in and look around." <laughs> a good a good realtor would be like, "Oh, your budget six. Well, this house isn't right for you. But if you'd like to take a tour, you're there absolutely welcome to." There was that one to. guy in West Hollywood who was like, "Well, this is out of that, but I've got a great spot for you if you yeah, want to take a look." But that's at, also you know, because you said your budget was like one point five. No, 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 no. At that house, we said we had said eight because we were like actually starting to oh, like somewhat low. Okay, okay. So right, right, remember, right. I do that house know. was one five. Right, right. And right. he was like, "Well, this one's going to be a, a little too out, but I do have a really cute one in Studio City that might work for you." Okay. Anyway, but the reason I'm the whole point of that was when we would go through those, Jason would be like, do you actually see yourself here or are you just like being silly or like, does it actually feel right? And so I was just curious on the oh. flip side now that you're in there, does oh, it okay. feel like that's, that's what I was it, saying. Okay. I, I don't feel like either I wasn't hearing you or you didn't put that in language that translated into my world. I don't know what I was hearing. It's Sorry. All good. That's not on you, but, um, but that's what I meant. Uh, there are aspects of each home. Sometimes I see myself in, it's more like, um, I want this from that place, that from this place. Yeah. And I, I have yeah. yet to I've yet to step into a finished home and gone Yeah. Pardon me. Burp. The burp. Um, we're coughing, we're burping, <laughs> we're gulping water up all against kinds microphones. Of things. Super prof. Super one, professional. One of those one of those um, it, days. It's guys. one of those things where it's like unlike luxury retail where I felt like I was putting on airs to sell things. Yeah. I now feel like I'm trying to help people make an important investment purchase. In their You're life. actually making a difference so different. for like a, something big and monumental yeah. in someone's life. I mean, or, that's pretty cool. Or, or even if it's like a splurgy purchase, like the people who like a, a congressman came through to try to buy a place for his daughter the other day and he was, uh, obnoxious. <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah. Like, did you tell dad about that? I have not yet. I'm sure he'll you get gotta, a kick yeah, out Yeah, you got to tell him. But the the reality is, is that it's like, um, even if it's even if you're wealthy beyond understanding, it buying a home is still an investment. It's not a um, disposable purchase the way that retail can be. Yeah. And like it's one thing if you're buying fine jewelry or a fine bag. That is an investment. Well, yeah. Like, I get that. Yeah. Um, but I see that. The homes, cars, even cars are a little bit more disposable. Like, unless you're buying a luxury antique or something like that, car, or like a super specific collector type of car, mm -hmm. it's a disposable purchase. Like, yeah. And this year, I feel like 2020 and everything that had happened, that's even more on display and like in the forefront of frivolous and people oh, just yeah, buying yeah. things to, and my dad says something really interesting that a lot of financial advisors and people are revenge saying right now, spending. revenge spending is coming now that people are getting vaccinated and going back out, even if they shouldn't be because they have no money at the moment, 
they're going to spend and buy things Which is and they're calling the it revenge spending. And I th- I love that they're calling it'll, it that. It'll create a little bit of a bump the in the economy. The economy needs it. No, I, it does. But, I just hope that people don't then but like, you know, so go to, crazy and to circle back put themselves to like in debt. to the industry stuff. Um, today, um, when you guys hear this, it'll be the day after, but today, um, Godzilla versus King Kong, if that's the, or Kong, Godzilla versus Kong, Kong? right? Yeah. Godzilla versus Kong comes out today. Um, and I really want to watch it, but they're also coming out in theaters. Um, which is happening a lot right now. So there's a, well, cause a lot of people are getting vaccinated and there's capacity restrictions, all these things. But what I'm yeah. saying is like, I'm curious what movie theaters are going to look like this fall. If people are going to be back? I think they will be. You do. But I think what happens is you watch King Kong versus Godzilla at home. And it's not the big screen. And you go, oh, this is fun, but I really want to see this on a big screen. And so then you go and you watch it on the big screen. I was just talking to, not you, about it. Who was I just talking to about this? A student, one of my voice students of... For some movies, it's going to happen. The the Black Widow standalone is about to come out. Yeah, but they're doing in it June on Premier Access. Premier Access Disney. So it'll be thirty bucks of viewing. Which or you were like, viewing, which you were like, you know, we're going to do it. And I was like, yeah, we are. But it made me go, oh, because a movie like that, it's going to Marvel knock it out of the ballpark. It's going to be great, but it's not that one is. You need to see. You it need on to a see it on a big screen, screen. Yeah. and so it's going to be that thing of. You know, and that's happening a lot more right now. Of well, it's like releasing in theaters, but it's going to be well, here. Warner's dropping their entire slate for the All year of it online. Online. What I'm curious about it is, I'm curious about what the metrics are for HBO Max's um, uh, like uh, subscribership, and where they're able to convert those metrics to understand. Oh, Dune's coming. We saw this bump in a, in a. Um, subscribers because you have to have the subscription in order to buy in order to be able to watch the, it the rental yeah and, yeah um, then for like Disney Plus you have to have your subscription in order to be able in to order rent to the, do premiere the premiere access. so like I'm just curious for those things how like how many would add a subscription yeah. to do it and then drop subscriptions yeah. or like like when you you, it'll be you only to wa- see. you only watch Netflix when the new seasons of your show comes out until then you turn off your Netflix mm. account which actually is not a dumb way to live life it's not but we we it's watch a more Netflix affordable a way to live life speaking of Netflix. Um, yes. So I said the wrong date last week. The SAG Awards are April 4th. It's April 1st tomorrow. We have to vote on Saturday. We have to vote Saturday. I have been trying as hard as I could <laughs> this week to watch as many as I could. You've watched how many? I only watched four. You've had time to watch four? It's been in like 15 to 20 minute increments. When? It's like when I'm getting ready in the morning, when I'm getting out of the shower before I do meditation at night. If I have like a student was running late yesterday, so I had 25 minutes and I watched. I wish they could see my face right now because I'm I'm like trying. I hate to point this out. I think I might know why you're tired. I believe so strongly in voting honestly. I always have. And I'm there is no way I'm gonna say just all re- of this in time. It's it's just Wednesday reduce it night. to the popularity contest there is that it is. No freaking way I'm gonna be able to see do win? this. So I'm trying to get through all of the best picture noms. It's like that's what I'm trying to do. Like then, I really wanted to get through actor, actress. Like I wanted to get through everybody. But if I'm get, if I get through the best picture nominee nominees, it will cover most of the acting categories. Um, Pieces of a woman, I'm not going to get into it, but holy cow, if you are a young mother 
or if you are pregnant, or if you are in the throes of a... Don't watch this right now. Just like, (laughs) don't do it to yourself. Don't. It's, I mean, uh, Vanessa Kirby and Shia LaBeouf are fabulous, and it's heartbreaking, and it's... It's terrible, but it's wonderful, but it's awful. Don't watch it if if you are in one of the categories I just mentioned. <laughs> just don't do it. <laughs> just just don't. Um, what did I get through? I don't even remember. Oh, oh I, I watched Ma Rainey. How is Ma Rainey? Viola Davis is... Have you ever read the play? Unbelievable. No. Oh. Chadwick Boseman is... Prolific. I mean, he is just holy cow. He's holy cow. But I didn't love the movie. I kept waiting. Did you like to Fences? Love it. Um. Yes, but not as much as I wanted. Okay. And it did, it did have a similar August. Well, it's August Wilson. Feel right. It, it, um, it should. It's it sh- supposed it, to. It should have a well, similar it's, feel. Well, it's 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 supposed to be different decades throughout the 20th century in each August Wilson play in that cycle. Yeah. But Fences from Start to Finish, you're invested and you're like in it. I was noticing with Ma Rainey, for me, and this is this is just for me, remember when I used to tell you when we were in the movie theater, if I can look away from the screen for 10 seconds, I'm not in it? Mm-hmm. That was happening. I remember watching you try to figure out if you could. Mm-hmm. And I, mm-hmm. in my head, I was like... Honey, if you have the presence of mind to try then this... Then you're already not in it. That's like step one that you're not in it. But there are times where you wonder it and then you look away and five seconds later you do need to look back and you're like, oh, okay, it still has me. But when that thought comes to mind and you can look to the side for 10 seconds, it doesn't doesn't have you. The second and I pick moments, out a production thing, I am off the movie. I know you are. There are there are moments... I mean, Ma, Ma Rainey, watch it. It's worth a watch. Oh, no, yeah. No, but... It's, it's excellent, but I didn't love it. The one that I freaking loved was um, United States versus Billie Holiday. Is that six hours of film? She You've watched four Andre movies? Andre Day, and I love Viola Davis. I love her so much. I think Andre should win from what I've seen so far. Okay. She is, and Vanessa was excellent too, but Andre Day is my... my Your front runner. Front runner at the moment. Um, I also, and I, I love Billie Holiday. I never knew her story in full this way and how... Well, it's also a fictionalized version of her story, but... No, but Billie Holiday in general, what she stood for and the song Strange Fruit and like what it was. You didn't know what Strange Fruit was about? I did, I did, but I didn't realize... Her experience with it? What an uproar it was causing and and the way the FBI was trying to shut her down so hard. Yeah, I just, I didn't, I didn't know... just the legal branch of the KKK. story... And and they really really go into it, and it is a beautiful film and brilliantly acted from everybody. Everybody's yeah, the, great. The, and I'm halfway through Trial of Chicago Seven. Jeez, man! But it's literally it's it's very. Do you see my disappointment and when I thought it was a comedy, <laughs> like five minutes in, why I changed the movie? It's, it's not a comedy. Well, I mean, you but s- it's got that Aaron Sorkin but, like no, comedic but like pep. Sasha Baron Cohen. But you, oh, you yeah, you turn it on. You like you're forget like, it's him. You're like five minutes in, you're like. I haven't laughed yet. I know. Uh, I need to turn this I know. off. <laughs> Although he did, he does still make you laugh just in a very uncomfortable way. But it's, it's when you're someone who likes to sit and watch a movie start to finish, which is how you should watch movies, but it's I really kind do of how love they're it. Intended. I know, but there are people who can like watch it in fractions. I don't like doing that. That is the only way I've been able to get through some of these so far. And it's like, oh, it makes it, it's a little disjointing because then you're like pulled out Honestly, to get back to I life feel like and then back in. The next. But 30 I'm, years I'm of trying, our lives, guys. that's the only way we're going to consume films. 
Yeah, it's true. Mm. But the whole reason I started this was most of these so far I have watched on Netflix. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, the Billy Holiday have... movies on, on Hulu, but the other three have been on... Well, because they're Netflix properties. Netflix, right. And we have the screeners and I have the pin number for all the ones that we can't access that yeah. way. But it's just, it's so interesting to me if you think of three years ago, five years ago, these Netflix and streaming platforms... Beasts of No Nations They are yeah. the, the front runners and the future for the Oscars and for content that normally you would only find in the movie theater in like the 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 real artsy I'm just really indie houses and uh, it's it's just I like that it's becoming more readily available for the masses in that way for people to have the exposure to cinema like this. I'm very curious from a, a placement standpoint what it looks like for like um a Pepsi or a Coca-Cola um what they would pay to be in a Netflix film versus what they're going to pay going forward in theatrical film. That's so funny when I say that. Coca-Cola has a huge... There's a huge scene about that in uh, Ma Rainey. But, I, but as far as placement, like you said... No, like... I, that's yeah. a very good point. Like, it, it's very curious to me. Um, like, for a, for a while, I feel like most of the... I need to take a look at Disney Plus and see if all of the um, Marvel cars are still Acura. Because for a long time everything they drove in those movies with your Acura or Audi, and it kind of flipped back and forth. Really? So oh, I never noticed that. I'd be curious to see where the placements are now. I actually should go take a look. Because I would think with a dedicated viewership that you know is going to be consuming you readily, Yeah. if you throw $70 million at Netflix to contribute to 10 Seven to to seventy movies to seventy shows, and you're com- you're committing a million dollars of like dedicated like ad space, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that product? Re- what is that return on that investment versus if you bought seventy million dollar ad for the Super Bowl? Like, what is that? This is why he's a producer, you guys. That that is I like. I'd be very curious to see what the I metrics are in those marketing companies, that. because and that's a that's an amazing point to bring up. Like, because that's I don't know. if the future is these dedicated things. That means like you know, um, whenever they end up doing like a Miles Morales TV show on Disney Plus, if Sony lets that happen, um, <laughs> what does that look like? What is like if he is wearing like this particular brand of clothing? on the regular, like this particular sneaker on the regular, is that a Nike partnership? Or is it just happened to be like... Or is that just what the costume designer or, happened or you, to Or you together. just happened to get a clearance. Right. Wow. Yeah. Like that's what you have that's to... That's really cool. I really didn't think about that. that well, there are you, lots of people... You should that, look into that. Well, <laughs> they do. This is actually... That's really this neat. Is specifically what my no, these Jasper are people's does. Jo- that's, that's true. He, he on the music side. That's very, very true. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, wow. It's, how is, speaking of Marvel, how is Winter Soldier and Falcon? How's the show? Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. Um, I'm thinking from a television standpoint... I think it's technically a better show than WandaVision from like really? a, from a construction standpoint, like mm-hmm. how to construct a series um, because it doesn't take place in a pocket reality. It's dealing with a lot more of the um, post blip reality. Um, oh, cause like, you know, they're, yeah. they're, like how do you go from, so like we, we have what, almost 8 billion people in the world. 
Yeah. How do you go from eight billion to four, to four billion, then all of a sudden back, back to, to eight. eight? Or I mean, at that point, five it'd years be later, nine, it'd be, nine, you'd probably close to ten. Ten, right? So because the five years people procreate exactly. So like, how do you go back to that? And what does that look like financially, government-wise, socially, all like economically, like all wow. of these realities? And Falcon Winter Soldier is is dealing with some of those. Yeah. Um, You're right, because WandaVision had like moments of that when it was showing it in yeah. outside the bubble. Yeah. But yeah, this would be... I haven't watched it yet, guys. They're they're dealing with a lot of uh, racial things um, mm-hmm. that are throughout the Marvel comic book world, which I'm glad to see it come over into Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, they're introducing Elijah Bradley, who is uh, Black Captain America. So after Steve Rogers fell into the ice, um, there were other people who were experimented on and turned into super soldiers. Ah. But because they were people of color, they weren't recognized by the country. So it's, it's, they're dealing with a lot of appropriately racial themes. Um, and it's interesting because there's sometimes it's funny because you'll, somebody be like, uh, like, uh, one of the African American characters refers to Sebastian Stan. He's like, and your people did this, did blah, blah, blah. And there's a moment where, because he's African-American and Smash and Sands White, you think he means white people, but he actually just means Hydra. And you're like, there's so many tones oh. and levels to so much stuff that's just baked into it, our culture. Yeah. It's unreal. Wow. Like, wow. So, But you're enjoying it. Yeah. 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 It's a, but um, from us, con- like the show is constructed in a much more, I don't want to say deliberate way, because that's kind of... Um, dismissive of WandaVision because I loved WandaVision. This just feels much more, um, I guess because I can kind of see where their story is going Mm -hmm. because it's much more linear and non-cosmic because Wanda's so cosmic and ethereal and magical, it just feels less, so much less grounded. This feels so grounded and real. The stakes I might are have real. To watch it. Yeah, I mean, once I'd, I get through these this nomination list by Saturday, it's not going to happen. I'd rewatch I'm it. I'm staying with you. optimistic. I'm going to do it. Be positive. 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 You won't watch all those movies. Yeah, I hope I do in time to vote. Sorry, TV category. You kind of got the boot this year. You got shunned. I'm just going to have to kind of go off gut for that one. Cool. I'll, I'll I'll do some research though. I'll like look it up and look at some like what people <laughs> are saying about the show and stuff. That's good. That's good. But, That's good. Yes. You know me, I'm like, I must, I must. I do have to give a random moment. Well, it's not random. Well, random for you. But a shout out. Shout out to who? To you. To me for what? For making the best matzo lasagna Okay. Can we, can ever. We, can we qualify this? Is it just a good lasagna or is it specifically well, just a good I matzo said, lasagna? I said matzo lasagna because it's Passover. But no, this is like... You would not know there's matzah in here. It is legitimate restaurant level quality, phenomenal, yummy gooeyness of heavenness. And I was saying to mom last year, Passover, he's making this lasagna and it's unbelievable. When we're home at some point for Passover, you'll have to make it. And we were, we were here we're this here. year. So and we're going to be here for next year. Uh, we're going to be here for next year. So I said, hey, you can you can you do it? And you said the cutest thing. When we were starting to clean up from dinner. What did I say? You went, I have to say, I have been the most amazing modern woman today. And I was like, what? (laughs) And he went, I went to work. I made a lasagna. 
I was on like the phone calls with work. I did the pay. I did this, that, and it, he, it was the cutest. <laughs> like I was the most successful, like modern woman today. Yeah. And I looked at him. I was like, "You were," and I am proud of you. And then I was like, "I was your sous chef." I I, I felt like Rudy Huxtable. I was like, "And I, but I helped." <laughs> but 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 you were fabulous today, and I was very proud of you. And Thanks. I just had to give that little shout out because I appreciate it. I also went grocery shopping. You deserve. Oh, that was it. You went grocery shopping because you you deserved the pat on the back. Thanks, boo. And it didn't matter that the pecorino wasn't there. It didn't need it. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, the pecorino. Guys, it was so I think the pecorino would have been good. too much. It was so good. And the impossible meat was the way to go. Yeah, it was. It was, was the so only good. The only way we could use, so um, to use the lactose-free cheese uh, is if we used the impossible meat. Because if we used other meat, we would have had to use vegan, vegan cheese. Vegan cheese, because you can't mix. Which just doesn't melt as well all the way right. through. The we vegan cheese was really beyond. nice on top. It was, the vegan parm on top. Because uh, the Beyond Meat, no, not to Beyond Meat. There's just a, there's a certain taste. There's yeah, a certain. A it's I just a, don't like it. It's a different mouthfeel and it has a different yes, taste. Yes, but the Impossible stuff is so good. It's so good. It's delicious. And I was just very, very, very proud of you. Thanks, so Bo. Random shout out to you about that. So yay. Thanks, Bo. You're welcome. Um, we watched. I realized this wasn't this past weekend. It's like but the three weekend weeks before, ago. Four. <laughs> it was the weekend before. Jason had never seen the movie Peggy Sue Got Married. Yes. And I had seen it a long time ago because it's one of my parents' favorites. And my mom went, wait, you haven't seen it? So we watched it last week. What did you think of Peggy Sue Got Married? You were really enjoying it while it was happening. I really enjoyed it. Um, Kathleen Turner, Nicolas Cage. Uh, it was Nicolas, Nick Cage's first movie. It, it's Nick Cage's first big role or first movie? Uh, first. First like lead role. First lead role. Because um, he, he did Outsiders, right? No. No, he didn't. No. Outsiders. Oh my God. No. Who am I thinking of? I take that back. Cruise? He was not in there. Yeah, Cruise was an outsider. Was, was he? I don't know. I don't even remember. But no, this was like his first. This is his first lead. You know, and it, it, it didn't that hurt that his uncle directed it. Yeah. But uh, he was good. He was he, good. What did you think? Um, I think Nick Cage is probably just that character and has been playing versions of that character. That's like, what you said. I think that is Nick. Um, Nick Cage is too. Do you remember that character's name? Oh no! I'll pull it up. Crazy. I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. Crazy Charlie. Charlie. Yes. Charlie. Nick, Charlie. Nick Cage is to Charlie as Johnny Depp is to Jack Sparrow. Yeah, but, you did say that, and you're but totally right. Nick Cage found it so early in his career, or that just is Nick Cage. And anytime he's played a character, he's just been acting really hard. And that's, that's possible too, yeah. And I just he was good. He like he was well cast and he did a good job. The film is an interesting version of like consciousness time travel. Um Yeah, you were so cute. You were like, I didn't know this was a time traveling movie. <laughs> Oh, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it your parents would like a time travel twist. movie. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's not really a time travel movie. But anyway, um, but it kind of is, but it's not. I mean, it. it is. It, it is. It is. But it's not. But but it is. He, it is, but it's but not. It time traveling takes place, therefore it is a time traveling movie. And it ha- it's like a huge plot point. And like... Oh no! It's a reshaping huge, the future. And it's a it's, huge. It's a huge plot point. But I would also contend that they don't understand the rules of the, I, I can I can yeah, take yeah, to task yeah. their time travel yeah <laughs> um because because if, <laughs> if she generates that book there's a whole bunch of things of things oh yes that should be changed oh yes that aren't necessarily changed and the big 
bit of, bit of a spoiler alert, but the grandfather, her grandfather takes her, her to like their secret society of things to kind of get her yeah, back to present times. And I remember that scene being so much more intense and long and it's very funny and very short. Yeah. But my great grandfather was a 33rd Mason and there was all these like, what do they, what does he actually do? Like what, what happens behind closed doors? And once I saw Piggy Sue got married, I was like, the they Send control the government time. and they time travel. Oh my gosh. My great grandfather is a time traveler and he gave me his ring and I have to figure out how to make this ring work so I can time travel. And that began my obsession with time travel. Okay. Not going to lie. Cool. Yeah. Interesting. Um, overall, <laughs> I, I, um, like it's interesting cause it's so hard to view a film of an era now and try to view it in the context of its era. And it's, it's a real challenge. Yeah. And I think that's one of the, like, yeah, this one held up though. Mm. It, the, the, a <sighs> lot of it held up. I There's, mean, if they were to remake it now, I think this one would be one that could be cool to remake. Normally I'm like, don't remake things, but this one could be neat. Um, same time period. Possibly. Oh, possibly. Uh, it's you, you end up, you end up in or modern. You can modernize it too, but my, my favorite, my favorite performance in the movie might have been Jim Carrey, though. Jim Carrey was so funny. And I forgot he was in it. I also completely forgot Catherine Hicks and Joan Allen yeah. were her two best friends. Yeah. And to see them, because this, this movie was and 86. And baby, baby Helen Hunt. And baby Helen Hunt played her daughter in the present tense. And it was just so... Who was maybe 10 years younger than Nick Cage. Yep. Yep. And Nick Cage was her father. But that happens with casting all the time. But it was... It was really enjoyable. It was so fun. And it had almost a back to the future moment, like with the almanac when she was, and the guy, when she kind of gets together with the super smart guy at school being like, I know what we're going to do to change things. And she's like inventing pantyhose before they happen. Yeah, but the, the, but the, prob the problem with that is, is that... That's the ripple thing. Yeah. But the pantyhose never wound up happening because she came back. The only thing that was different was... She hooked up with the guy, and then he dedicated the book to her in the future. That was the only real change. But then, like you said, so is it possible then that Charlie's not the father yeah. of the daughter? There's could that. it be the other guy now? And then, which is possible. So here's the thing: is that did she time? Did she time travel and come back to where she was in the hospital? Because if there, there's some problematic things in that because what does that do to um, the, the IBM nerd guy? Yeah. What does that do to his life trajectory? Because that means that his life, because if it's, if it's the this always happened type of time travel, which it kind of is, because that's the only way that, that book ends up in the future, because you can't change the future by going back into the past. Not Necessarily, you can't though. change the future by going into the past. It becomes an alternate. It becomes future. an alternate timeline. So that's that means true. that that's not. So her... So did she go back to not her timeline? She she did go back to not her timeline, which is what that presents. Interesting. That's why. It, that's very why. Very interesting. If the movie itself is actually saying that, oh, it was all a dream, which it is and it's not. By not answering that, there is one thing I love about the film that um, 
I really that really caught me the night we watched it. So there's a moment where your lead character, played by Kathleen Turner, right, mm-hmm. is explaining what's going on to the people who are her grandparents, and she's just like, "Grandma, Grandpa," and then there's a cut. And then you pick up the dialogue in the middle of her story. Yes. And it's so much further down the story. It's basically like she doesn't recap everything for you because, you know, we've been watching the movie, so we don't need a lead character to recap the film. You did say that, whereas now there's so much exposition and they'll say, they'll they'll They'll, they'll recap the film almost scene by scene, Mm -hmm. like, Act by that act. That was a good point you brought up. They don't do that. They, they, did, they, 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 they didn't. They didn't trust you, or they, they trusted the audience more back then. To be it, paying attention and actually be watching the movie, and they don't need to spell it out and lay it all out in exposition like that. But not just that. They, they just trusted the audiences more. Yeah. They, they, they thought their audiences were smarter. We think our audiences are dumb now. Yeah. And that's one of the problems with film and with television is that's why a lot of things feel the same. Mm-hmm. It's because they're targeting the lowest common denominator and then they're by doing that they're lowering the lowest common denominator every time yeah because what yeah. seems like an exceptional film now there are certain things about it that are exceptional but when you compare it to other filmmaking achievements they don't feel the same way they don't feel the same way that's so true yeah yeah but it was fun i do love it when mom and dad are like wait you haven't seen this Oh my gosh! And then, and then date we'll night watch at it. the Myers. Date night at the Myers. It's it's fun. But that one I had seen a bunch as a kid, and it was really fun to revisit and be you like, watch oh, that right. as a kid. That's inappropriate. Yeah. Well, young teen, young teen. I think I first saw it when I was like twelve or thirteen. I mean, like I feel like you cussed for the first time when you were thirty-two. So mm, not false. <laughs> that is not false at all. Yeah, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> how I roll. Although I have been swearing more lately as you yeah, keep well, pointing out. Yeah, well, that's my fault. Which is, it, it is your fault. I will, I will say that. It's true. But, yeah. Love you. I love you. Let's get to bed. Please. I know you're super tired and I'm super Come tired on, too. Come on, let's go. And I have to finish the trial of Chicago 7 tonight. <sighs> Great. I'll watch King Kong vs. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. Like you said. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwalk. And, and this, this has been, been Married to Hollywood. <laughs> Talk to you later. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Yes. Stop the Asian hate. Yes. Love is love. Love is love is love is love. Stay healthy. We're not doctors, but you should get, get a vaccine. vaccinated. It's a if, if you're going food. to. Stay safe. Just be safe. We Take love you. Take care of each other. Bye. Love each other. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.